Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Graveyard Smash. I'm Dan O'Dwyer. I'm Elise O'Dwyer, and we have a special guest, a returning guest. I'll let her introduce herself. Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> it's uh, Craig T. Nelson. Um, not the one from the movie. A, a lady named Craig T. Nelson who's been on <laughs> yeah, the show before. It's a strange coincidence. <laughs> pretty, pretty odd, you know. It's my pseudonym. <laughs> As you may have guessed from our very specific guest hosts. We're doing uh, Poltergeist. <laughs> And uh, talking about the poltergeist, yeah, we're going to be giving away lots of spoilers, the entire plot, and the end of the movie. So if you haven't seen it, uh, he always check gives it out. this little disclaimer, you know, because <laughs> I don't want people to like listen and be like, "Oh fuck, there's spoilers." Fuck you for the poltergeist. Fuck you, you piece of shit for this movie. A movie that, that is thirty six years old, right. <laughs> yeah. longer than that. Yeah, because I'm thirty six so and I was born in eighty three. It's 37. Wow. Oh, it was from 82. Okay. Yeah. But you feel silly now. No, I don't. <laughs> you do. I feel fine. She feels silly, everybody. Her she's, face is really red. Oh, gosh. She seems so embarrassed, everybody. <laughs> I can't believe I got the year wrong. IMDb. I so you. the movie begins with my favorite song, the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I could just not tell anyone this, but I will. I literally wrote down the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> I guess I forgot what the national anthem no. sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's no, 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 no. Yeah, you're correct. So that, so that was the sign-off. It, music the Star Spangled. For- Wait, do you not know that the Star Spangled Banner and the national anthem are the same song? <laughs> no, I do now. <laughs> now I feel really foolish. <laughs> Please note that she doesn't look embarrassed as she did about getting the year poltergeist wrong. That's right. They are the no. There's, yeah. Isn't there that song that goes, "The Star Spangled Banner"? No, <laughs> we'll take you away. No, that, there's also. I mean, there's stars and stripes forever, which is da 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 da. Yeah. da, da. that's a much better patriotic song yeah. than the national anthem. By the way, people, one yeah. Dan's opinion. So the Star Spangled Banner was playing. We, we so I was correct all along. <laughs> Not embarrassed at all. <laughs> and yeah, I'll, I'll edit all that out to make you look better. <laughs> Um, you see, so to a, a montage of patriotic images on the TV, like Iwo Jima, like the flag raising. Mm-hmm. So this is um, something they used to do is at the end of like, like you know, two in the, the morning broadcast. or whatever, the TV station would just shut off. It'd be like, hey, Liam, we play the national anthem and we're signing off for the night. It's yeah. something you could tell your grandkids. Like, I, know. I remember a time I when TV <laughs> would just not, stop. It just cease to in- exist. Instead of seeing like <sighs> commercials for like record collections you yeah know, and like uh anti-aging creams and stuff yeah it's and like, like uh air fryers yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that kind of shit all those kinds of great middle of the night items you could watch no it's like yeah i mean i don't remember this actually i vaguely do yeah yeah and that we get the classic static too on like a crt television that's something i'm like man that's not you don't see that anymore you know it's like you know that the screen's got the little wed white and black and gray dots wed wed I'll, I'll edit that out and I'll edit that out too wait it doesn't have red dots what I didn't say about? red I said white I meant to say white oh. I started saying one word and yeah well you make my now it's like well is it worth it to not look stupid edit all this out the answer probably not a little lazy like that 
Oh, those were the good old days. Channel three, watching everything through the VCR. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you'd switch it to channel three. And then, did you guys used to watch the snow on the TV for fun sometimes? Sometimes you'd think you could see images. Yeah. Would think. No. You never did that. No. No. If you stare at it long enough, it looks like there's like little like guys dancing hmm. in the snow and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And there's nothing else on TV, I guess. Right. Well, then, but fortunately for us, there is, because we're then treated to a, a very sweaty dude, r- like, r- driving a bike down the street with a case of beer under his arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, so th- they're just kind of establishing at the beginning, like, Carol Ann's, like, giving yeah. this demon info about her family, basically. Yeah, right. She's, like, talking to. But, yeah, uh, that guy, That's I'm going to say. She was doing. Okay. Yeah, because they were asking her how going, many there yes, were and stuff. No. Okay. Yeah, because she was like five. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was asking, like, who lives there and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, I'm assuming, got a DUI. Yeah, that was kind of my thoughts. <laughs> my dad's friends with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you see the bicycle and the, like, jewel bag. That guy with alcohol and suicide. Oh. <laughs> well, I was, like, when I was, like, after college, going home for a bit, I'd, like, ride my bike for, like, exercise when like i don't know if people like i still live in this neighborhood i grew up in i don't want people to just think like who haven't seen me since high school like oh yeah lost his license <laughs> fucking bum i don't think people who see people on a bike automatically assume i always think that <laughs> but i wasn't that's the Thank thing you. like i didn't have like workout clothes on i had like you know shorts Jeans. and a t-shirt like if i don't know them like personally as my neighbor if yeah. i see somebody i don't know riding a bike immediate like, assumption alcoholic drunk. well i mean like if they have a helmet on i don't think that yeah and yeah, i that's... never did so yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah i think i think that the assumption happens when you see them literally transporting their alcohol on the yeah. bike. <laughs> I think that's where it becomes apparent, mm-hmm. which is what this guy was doing. in like the, the stupidest, he was had a case of beer, but not like a 30 rack or something, like a pallet, a pallet of beer. Yeah, like the cardboard, like top. Thing. Yeah. When he, he like wiped out and like his beer was like spraying like a sprinkler, he just brought them into his friend's house. Like well, I gotta do. watch the football game. <laughs> I don't know why they sent the one dude with the fucking DUI to get the beer, but you know. Or maybe he was just really insisting. He's like, oh, no beer? Oh, well, I, I, yeah, I'll just run the store real quick. Yeah. Yeah, no problem, guys. <laughs> Um, and we have to find out his name because it's the most press this guy's ever gotten. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta look into this guy. Yeah, so we're gonna. I wonder if he's. This dead. would be a two-parter, and we're the first part's all gonna be about that guy. Second part, <laughs> we're gonna get the rest of the movie. I wouldn't really do a deep dive on this guy. Like when the when it became clear the first time I saw this movie that we were just gonna focus on this dumb family instead. <laughs> I was really frustrated because I wanted to hear about that cool guy on the bike. <laughs> Who's <laughs> super sweaty and, then, and drunk <laughs> and dumb? <laughs> no, he, he actually has a doctorate at least <laughs> in drinking. Oh, oh my god! Didn't see that one coming. So, um, Craig T. Nelson is smoking in his own house too while they're watching the football of the time. Yeah, no, I know. It's just it seems so striking now when you see. It. Yeah, because even by like. The 90s. You know what strikes really, me more than... Oh, sorry. People didn't really smoke in their house as much. More than anything about that house is the amount of carpeting. Like, everything is carpeted. Oh, yeah, dude. There's carpet everywhere. Except for, 
Like there's some linoleum in the kitchen and that's right. it. Like so much shag carpet. And everyone just walks on it in their shoes. <laughs> so full of dust. There must be so much dust. And mites. I, know, I will say for carpeting versus no carpeting, <laughs> you can't see all the dust there. So I enjoyed that um, because the clickers, the neighbor's clicker changed the station to Mr. Rogers. That when uh, he got into a confrontation with the neighbor through like the windows yelling about like, hey, you know, I have some mercy with that thing. They had like a Wild West clicker off. Like yeah. like they had like a duel with their remote controls. I mean, really, the guy could just walk over and change the channel manually once and then everyone would be fine. Yeah, but he was like really lazy. Yeah, that guy's an asshole, yeah. that neighbor. Um, he's so come weird. Up a he's few another times. one I would like to know more about. You could tell he's the kind of guy who just talks about his taxes all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> how's it going? Oh, fucking taxes, man. I was like, Jesus Christ, everyone pays taxes. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was, I was thinking... You were going to say that he talks about like doing his 1040. I was like, he didn't really seem like that. No, he seems like the kind of guy who's just bitching. He's like, I took my son to school the other day. There were four people in the office. What could four people possibly be doing in the office? Like, dude, I don't know. (laughs) Who gives a shit? And then, yeah, the bird dies. And mom mom gets busted trying to flush it down the toilet. Seems like a bad idea. It is a bad idea. I'm not a plumber, but I don't don't flush a bird down the toilet. That's not (laughs) what they're designed for. A fish, okay. Yeah, I like that she got busted doing that. That was And they give the bird a nice little funeral. So I was very disturbed at the way they like treated the animals watching this, and then we find out like well later what kind of parents they are so well wait so what's wrong with how they treat the dog i don't know the dog doesn't eat his food right away (laughs) (laughs) would you like the dog to be able to sit at the table no he doesn't eat his food he's waiting for like the kid to give him waffles he 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 walks right past his food like what did they do to this dog i think because he knew there was a waffle waiting Mm. for him though i mean i guess (laughs) (laughs) if i know dogs well jenny part of the thing is uh, the original cut of this movie this dog talked and there was a big part of the you know it was a two and a half hour movie and then they had to reshoot edit around it they added all these ghosts to the movie which weren't in it originally. It was just a talking dog family film. <laughs> it was a romp. Yeah. And actually, that drunk guy had a way bigger part. <laughs> if only. Yeah. yeah, no, Tweety, it's important to note his uh, grave is exhumed by the digging yeah, well, of the swimming pool. they don't bury it very deep to begin no. with. Right, but... I was like, that dog's going to get into it. Yeah, man. but yeah, it's uh, the grave is uh, desecrated. Yeah. So... Which will come into play later. And they, their mom and dad are in bed smoking a uh, little weed, watching the Twilight. Yeah, they're zone. like bombed. Like, re- like they've just tried weed for the second time <laughs> in their lives. <laughs> it's you know what I want to do when I get really bombed too. I want to read a book about Ronald Reagan. Yeah, the book he's reading is called Reagan: The Man, The President. Yeah, and oh, it, I wrote that down. Yeah, it's funny. Funny, uh, in 2009, famously, Craig T. Nelson was, went on Glenn Beck, and uh, there's a clip that's pretty popular online where he said, I've been on food stamps and welfare. Anybody help me out? No. Which is, <laughs> you know, it's... Craig T. Nelson said that? Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that informs my viewing of that movie a little bit. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, dude. Oh. He's one of those guys. <laughs> 
not oh, smart. No, <laughs> I think nobody helped me except for you know the government, society, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taxpayers, <Making> sure, right? <laughs> like making sure you had food to eat so you wouldn't starve. The yeah. safety net that you clearly needed. <laughs> well, and then it's also Twilight Zone. Uh, that's another Spielberg movie, and I think Toby Hooper was involved in that too, if I recall correctly. Someone famously died in that. Are you movie. sure that was a Twilight Zone movie? No, they're watching the Twilight Zone TV show. No, are you sure that's what they're watching? I'm pretty sure. I think it's a movie, actually. Oh, maybe. I'm yeah, wrong. it's it's not important. All it's right. about it's about a guy who's uh, it's about a ghost. Well, I know what that. This whatever they're watching. What it all yeah, this it's not interesting. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Good. So, so this ghost movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get. Um, Chekhov's creepy clown and Chekhov's creepy yes. tree. It's like if you see a creepy tree and a creepy clown in Act One, they're going to be well, the, going off. It's not really Chekhov's tree because that goes off pretty soon, right? But the clown is definitely Chekhov's clown. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely Chekhov's clown. He's important later. <laughs> so while they're being terrorized, the kids by the scary tree. Yeah. The parents are in the bedroom talking about the pool, the fucking pool. And the mom has like, she's high and has this realization that, oh, Carol Ann, she sleepwalks. What if she sleepwalks into the pool before there's any water in it? What if she sleepwalks into the pool if there is water in it? there is water in it. What if she walks into it wide awake with water in it? (laughs) There's a lot of problems with a small child in an in-ground pool in your yard that your child could just walk into. The kids have some nice brown carpeting in their bedroom. <laughs> nice. And then we get... It's octagonal shaped, I think, too. Yeah. The bedroom, it's got some yeah. weird It's shape. a crazy... Yeah. There's... We were talking about it a little bit before we started recording. Like, this house is, like, ultra modern, but for 1981, probably, because that's when... I love when things are super modern um, for their time, because it means that they will be almost instantly dated, you know? Like, do you remember that ever go into that one building at ISU that like it looked like the 1950s version of the future like they had these weird hexagonal lights and stuff oh okay so it's probably very like mid-century looking then. yeah very yeah. like yeah but like done on the cheap kind right of thing. yeah that's the thing uh so the kids end up sleeping with mom and dad yeah and we get the static uh whispering that was like nice and kind of oh yeah because caroline wakes up and she's like chatting with the tv again mm-hmm, and so it's that whole they invited evil into their home through the television set mm-hmm, and we basically. get the uh Ooh, symbolism. <laughs> and we get the animation like classic like hand drawn like a ghost emerging from the tv and uh we get caroline saying the uh, famous line they're here. Like, it would have sounded weird coming out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> They're here. He does it anyway. <laughs> That's what the people want, at least. Fix yeah. it in post. Fix it in post. <laughs> the family has breakfast after their what they think is like an earthquake. I, th- I noticed here, too, at uh, breakfast, there's an interesting spacing between the kids. They have a 16-year-old, yeah. then an 8-year-old, and a... It's at least interesting, and a five-year-old. Yeah. It's at least interesting for movies, because you usually... I mean, I knew kids who had families like that, but they usually don't... Whenever you see a family like that, I always assume the first one was, like, a, a mistake. Yeah, a lot of well, times. you know, interesting that you bring that up, because at one point, he go, uh, Craig T. Nelson, which is me, goes, <laughs> talks to the ghost people... 
the paranormal the paranormal investigator how old his family is and he says his wife is 31 and his daughter is 16 yeah so that means she was 15 yeah so either she was a mistake or they were just like we can't have some old ass mom yeah who's like i don't i don't 40 and decrepit (laughs) yeah i know because was that woman even 31 in the movie like uh, I can never tell because of the haircut. I know the hair is very 80s, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, I mean. She looks pretty young. So I guess it was that, you know, she got knocked up early. But then it is. I don't think they planned it out very carefully. But they got lots of success later in life anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Now, it's also their their horrible mistake. (laughs) The oldest daughter is just kind of has a few kind of comedic scenes. Yeah, it's weird. She's, she's like, like barely in the movie except to like be kind of a slut sometimes or like right. sassy. Yeah, yes, that was slutty of her to have the construction workers. Well, not that. <laughs> yeah, that was like it was like man. That's I, I think I wrote about that because because like the one one construction guy is just looking at her going, "I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you." This Which is, is all exactly how they well, talk. And, and, on her property in front of her parents. Yeah. And the girl does I don't know what you call that. Uh fuck off. She arm. flicks them off, yeah. But does she does but she what does, is the, 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 the arm I don't, I don't know, know what what's the this arm means. thing? The elbow thing I that know people it means do. Something. I think it means fuck off or something. Yeah, dude. But like the mom just kind of smirks and is like proud, and I'm like, that is not a scene you would have in a movie I today. Be, yeah, well, that's the '80s for you. Yeah, it's like devil may care, devil may care. Like, boys will be boys. Laugh at your teenage daughter getting hit on by a 30 year old man, and <laughs> let your kids sleep at Michael Jackson. Well, it was like we were, you know, <laughs> it's it's all good. <laughs> Like recently, you know, it's like in you know Revenge of the Nerds. Like this kind of entered the people are like, hey, you know, it's pretty fucked up how he pretends to be your boyfriend and then, has sex with her. Okay, I will say, I'm gonna go ahead and take credit. No, it was both of us. That was on cable a long time ago. We were watching it at your parents' house. We saw that scene and we were like, that is not okay. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I'm seeing that a lot now. Yeah. That like scenes like that are fucked up, and it's like. Yeah, me and Dan, we're just so woke, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ahead of the curve. And Revenge of the Nerds, like, problematic, identifying, I don't know. Just, okay. I don't know what you'd label that, but we're ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Then the chairs start moving. Waka waka. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool like moment that she turns away for a second and turns back and there's like a chair like origami what pyramid I situation kind of appreciate about it is like the mom picks up on it pretty fast yeah like she's not like your typical sort of well i don't understand it must have been the construction people yeah, yeah. she right away is like tv people yeah. yeah that was cool that's definitely like I would say that definitely influenced like movies after it, like scenes like that, like in The Sixth Sense when you know all the cabinets are open and mm-hmm. stuff. That's like very directly. And influenced. it was probably kind of inspired by that frog from Warner Brothers. It takes its dad. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. I love that frog. It's good stuff. I really like. So then the rest of the day, they uh, Diane and Carol Ann spend in the kitchen playing with the, the moving chairs. Basically. And like having fun, like they they mark off like where you have to sit, and then 
you know, they put a, a football helmet on Carol Ann and have her sit in the circle, and then she zooms forward. And Carol Ann's just like, Mom didn't cook any dinner. <laughs> <laughs> which is like... And then she's like, we'll get Pizza Hut, which is extremely 80s, too. Like, yeah, that's no big deal. We'll just go out for whatever garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Like, let me... Um, Do you guys me... have Book It? Oh, I loved Book It. My mom would never let me... I, I mean... She would never let me uh, redeem my... My parents actually mm. did. This is like, not very much like them. But yeah, they would let me get... I never went to Pizza Hut, so we didn't do Book It. Oh, dude. I don't have any We never went to it. Pizza Hut either. Yeah. My parents hated Pizza Hut. I don't think Hut. I went to yeah, Pizza Hut until I was older. Yeah. But getting uh, a free personal pan pizza yes, the was like... personal pan pizza, yeah. It's all mine. I can pick the toppings. Yeah. So you didn't have Book It at your school? No, book, I think that must oh, have been yeah. a public school. Yeah, yeah so, I went to Catholic school oh, also at that time. For people too who don't know, or like you, you younger millennials and stuff, uh, book it was like you'd be like if you read four books, you get a sticker, and then like once a month you get a free personal pan pizza if you read enough books like for the month and very cool wasn't there a button involved too yeah like there's a, a button you like put the stickers yeah. on it so you shut up you're like yeah I read so many books guys <laughs> they were all goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> um wow must be really cool dude to we should a do a side episode oh, about yeah. uh, goosebumps sometime oh I would oh. be in on that I think it's really funny too that when they go to talk to the next door neighbor, they're like, "Hey, has your house been acting he, crazy?" He comes to the door with his plate and continues to eat while talking to them. And then his child comes up and also starts eating off his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start talking. They're like, "As far as I know, no one in my family's ever been affected by mosquitoes." <laughs> it's like the weirdest conversation. I don't know if I was like, I was like kind of trying to read into that too. I was like, what are they trying to say something about like clairvoyancy or is like, mm-hmm. no, I think this guy's just like dumb. <laughs> Nick an asshole. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that Diane and whatever, Steven were like cracking up trying to ask about moving chairs. Yeah. Like they're like, they start to ask and they both just look at each other and start like laughing hysterically. See, that annoyed me. Oh, I kind of like, no, I kind of like their dynamic in the movie. I can see that being annoying, but like, um, I like that, like. I like when people acknowledge how weird this shit is yeah. in a movie. Instead of like, it's like they call the police, like, yes, there, there's a, there's a vampire attacking me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there's like, I don't know, there's a lot of moments where instead of like showing how loving they are, it's just them like, you know, like laughing together a lot, which is like not something you see in a marriage on television usually or in movies where it's like the, I, I realize like, that's kind of unusual and that is really the easiest way to establish like these two people are happy together is just showing them like having fun you should could in a really like easy way you know they could add a scene where they're running to each other across a field and they embrace in the middle and you know the music swells they could do that that would be be an easy way yeah i think like these people really like each other (laughs) (laughs) they ran through the field to hug Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I just had to make a dumb joke. Yeah. Um, so we then Chekhov's tree goes off. <laughs> Ba-boom. Crashes through the window. Yeah, that tree comes for Robbie, and uh, it's really dumb looking. <laughs> I think it looks fine. It's fine. 
there's a lot of pra- I mean I, I appreciate you, the practical yeah. effects but it's like it's silly to have like an evil tree unless it's in the evil dead which is I mean when we tree talk rate. about our uh, influence and stuff well evil the first evil dead came before this right the second evil dead the tree seems almost kind of inspired by this a little like isn't there a tree scene in the first evil dead there's a tree scene in the first evil dead with the, That's tree, the tree raping rape. right but in the second one near the end <laughs> <laughs> the tree, you know, at the end of the movie, breaks through the door. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the tree steals Robbie to, like, I guess... Cause um, a distraction. Yeah, distract the family so they can take Carol Ann, basically. There's also, a, a, a like, a... A, a tornado. Ma- yeah, it's, like, drawn onto the film. Yeah, it, that looks like shit. And it yeah. takes a while to realize, like, they don't show you that it's a tornado. It's just like, oh, there's this hole in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Picking stuff up. It looks... So much worse than the tornado in the Wizard of Oz, which is a movie that was made 50 years before this one. So I don't know. Like, I guess they like ran out of room in the budget for like a decent looking tornado, but it looks like shit. It's not not the best tornado I've ever seen. I'll say I'll put it like that. (laughs) Not got nothing on the tornadoes and Twister. (laughs) I I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Well. And so then it's like the next day or it's a, it's an indeterminate. No, it's a jump. They definitely do a time jump to like when they go to the paranormal investigators, which I appreciate. I, I feel like it's an inordinate amount of time to right. allow well, your child to be sucked into it, a closet. It's that's that's what it felt true. like anyways. This is the that's biggest true. thing with the movie for me is like watching it when I was in high school and stuff. It didn't bother me. But now that I have a kid, I haven't seen this movie like sat down and watched it since I did. But like you wouldn't just it's like they're like oh yeah wow i've been missing some work lately it's like i wouldn't be going to work if rory was trapped in the, they haven't the, been going to work no he says some dialogue like he's it's he missed a lot of work like he hasn't been but since it, carol but Ann it, went it's missing. sort of like like fuck work you can't just yeah they, like they, they have a bit more lackadaisical approach than yeah. i would well and no, i, guess I think that's really fair there's a few scenes of that they yeah. don't say how long it's been but it does like the, the cut does feel like it's like been a couple days yeah it like, for sure uh, it's probably been a couple days that they've not done anything I mean, I, and, and that's when I was watching it and thinking, oh, it's been like kind of a long time. Yeah. The kid just went missing. I was like, well, who are they going to call? Like the police? Right. And, who and would say just... what? A tree started eating our son. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then our, the closet ate our daughter when they were out. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I get some of it, but it, it definitely feels off compared yeah. to... And, and also, like, the daughter going missing affects me more, personally. Yeah. And, like, I think that's also, like, both Toby Hooper and Steven Spielberg did not have children until after this movie was made. You know, I think it would have affected things more. Yeah. I was unaffected by the missing children. <laughs> it didn't bother you. <laughs> it's like, well, they can have another one. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like she's still pretty young. <laughs> yeah, so these, yeah, these investigators start... Like hanging around and he, the one dude brag, the black guy brags that he once like had a time lapse video of a Hot Wheel moving seven feet that mm-hmm. took like seven hours. Oh yeah, and they see all the crazy shit going yeah, on sh- in the kids' room and um, yeah, stuff just flying around. Lots of cool ass Star Wars stuff. I really like the uh, C three PO light switch yeah. cover. That was awesome. 
But they had a lot of, maybe it's just because I noticed it on several different occasions, but it seemed like a lot of Darth Vader memorabilia, yeah. too. Yeah. Maybe maybe because it is horror. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's probably why. The old lady kind of explains why these ghosts are hanging around, that they, like, never cross over. and That poltergeists are different from a haunting, because yeah. they'll go months where a haunting is forever. Yeah. The investigator lady has a bottle with her, and she just pulls it out and starts drinking. I wish I had that kind of confidence. Like, well, <laughs> I'm an authority figure, kind of a scientist or some. You know, she has a doctor and everything. She's like, yeah, I'll just pull out my whiskey and start yeah. drinking in front of this person. Like, I'd be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. I mean, if I was that kind of person who just <laughs> carries whiskey around. Hiding yeah. it means there's a problem. Just brazenly <laughs> drinking it in front of people while you're on the job <laughs> so they see like a lot of crazy shit go down on these people's house i enjoy the state crawling no i don't oh. like that at all i like when the ghosts all do a prom entrance down the staircase yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the ghosts want to have their their kodak moment coming down the oh, yeah. weird ass staircase that we discussed a little bit before the podcast yes we, the staircase must be addressed so it's also like so presumably it goes up to a hallway <clears throat> but the hallway doesn't overlook the living room at all which right. is weird it's not like a balcony it's just a door and it, it had, oh there's like, a door at the top yeah. of the stairs oh i missed that i don't know if it has a a door to your hallway the true horror that is horror. And those stairs are really an accident because they're just like, they just had a little metal railing on them. They were like, they didn't go straight down. They had like, they were wavy. Yeah. They were yeah, like, like, they like, had a like, yeah. like that mirror that people get at Ikea. It's like wavy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the wavy It's like, mirror. they're like, we're so rich. We just put the stairs wherever the fuck we want. <laughs> right in the middle. It literally cuts their living space in half. It's so insane. It goes like it goes like from like one corner of the room to the middle of the room. Yeah, it, it's like you would. It's the worst feng shui ever. It makes it's no 4:30 sense. Four thirty somewhere, and that's this room. If that was a clock hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's like shit like that. There's a the, really gross steak crawling scene, and then there's the part where um, the dude uh, like. Get freaks out and he goes starts and ripping his face. Starts off. ripping his face. Yeah, off. so when that guy gets it pretty good. Yeah, arguments he gets a bit earlier too. Yeah, he mm. has like a big like like a ginormous bite mark on his whole torso. <laughs> Seems and, like him like ripping his face off. I'd like to take his his face off. Or like proof that Toby Hooper at least had some influence on this movie. Because there's definitely stuff in here that is not does not feel like Spielberg no. at all. You know, and this movie uh, rated PG, <laughs> right? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I watched this uh, probably like a couple of years ago, and I was thinking, like in my head, always to me, it was a kids' movie. Yeah, like I thought it was a kids. It is kind of. It movie. always was kind of a kids' movie. Like that's. It was like something like was a lot it, of kids watched. It was. Yeah. Mar- it felt like it was marketed well, that and way. It was also it came out like a week. I don't remember apart from ET. Now, yeah, it came apart a week away. Uh, ET and this came out a week apart. Well, the thing is, like, at the time there was no PG thirteen rating. Like, I don't know about this movie specifically, but I know one of the movies cited is like to make a rating like that was uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Another 
Because it's like, well, there's a lot of like people getting beat up and faces melting. It's like it's not really for like little kids. Yeah. But it's not like it should be seventeen and over. Yeah. So they invented the PG thirteen rating kind of in response to movies like this. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't think I mean it's a movie that because it was Spielberg because it was PG like he pushed for the PG over the because it's definitely the- like. They pushed for it. Originally, it was supposed to get an R rating. They both did. Him and Toby Hooper. Yeah, and it it is kind of like okay for kids of a certain age, you know, as far as horror movies go. But it's like it is a movie that a lot of little kids watched growing yeah. up, and it's like not really meant. It's not really appropriate well, for little again, kids. It was the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't care. I don't know, like some like other crazy shit. Did happens. you think for a moment, you know, that it might have been old man Sykes trying to scare them out of the house? Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> trying to so he could uh, build his amusement park <laughs> right. there. And then we meet uh, Craig T. Nelson's boss, yeah. who's the guy from Return of the Living Dead. Let me ask you a question, kid. Did you see that movie, Night of the Living Dead? Yeah kind of a mayor from jaws yeah, yeah. yes exactly <laughs> that and he's like craig you're playing hard to get you're hardly coming into work and uh he says they're gonna move with the bodies to keep expanding the subdivision yeah he says um it's not ancient tribal burial ground it's just people this <laughs> Yeah, he goes to introduce him to the new site of their newest phase of their development yeah. and it's a grave site and stupid ass Craig T. Nelson's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. And then he announces, the boss announces like, well, we've done it already. Yeah. And then he realizes that. That he's been living on one the whole, t- still no connection. Yeah. Nothing, nothing goes off and. No, in- he realizes. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. He makes, he's like, wait, you did that where I live? And he like. But he looks- didn't seem. The reaction was not, I don't know, maybe yeah. I was just disappointed. That was my the- takeaway. He didn't say, I mean, he certainly didn't say to him, like, hey, some fucked up shit's been going on at my house and my daughter's <laughs> missing, you know. But I thought he, like, took it in, but he, like, didn't think to mention it to anyone else that we saw Yeah, either. I just, I yeah. felt like he didn't absorb it like maybe he should have. Yeah. There were definitely some weird beats with his character that I'll get into in a little bit, too, but... I really so we finally meet Tangine. Yeah, the little old lady, and uh, when she shows up, Craig Tidal says, "What side of the rainbow did she come from?" Yeah, you know? he at one point she asks him a question, and he says he was trying to answer her with his mind, That's which good. is a real dad thing to do. <laughs> oh, she's such a psychic. She's like, "Yeah, um, I didn't answer because you're being rude." Like, yeah, <laughs> she's the fucking best. And she uh, gives a, a pretty great monologue. I don't. Uh, I'm probably going to drop the whole thing, but like I, she like you know lays out sort of the rules and stuff yeah. and sort of the theology, I guess, of the yeah. movie. And she says that now there is another <laughs> with her. Yeah, who, who seems She's to with the beast? <laughs> is it the devil or is it a demon? The, the beast demon. is what she says, which I you know I interpret it as the beast being satan but mm. yeah i mean i mean it could just be a, re- a one of the other many yeah. demons yeah and so they've got this whole thing where they're gonna like tie her up and go through the wall like they have like a they, they're like drawing the spirit out 
there's that part where she's gonna go. The old lady's gonna go to the wall. Yeah, the mob stops her, and she said, and the, the, she's like, "You've never done this before." The mob says, "Neither of you." And it's like, she's like, "You're right. You better go." <laughs> she like is very easily talked out of it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that would that be about what it took to talk me out of that too. Yeah, so sh- she decides to go in. And Craig T. Nelson pulls a giant skull out of the closet. What the hell is he doing? He starts that whole freaking scene. out. Why does he start? Because she starts with the, all are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's like, no, no, you said not to go in the light. And he starts like pulling the rope. And she's like, Steven, not yet. And like, why does he do that? I don't know. I think what he did just he think the out. plan was? Well, no one helped him out. Yeah. Up, so. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever helped him out. He's always been on his own pulling that rope. And Mom and Carol Ann come out. They're covered in goop. They're like, it's like a pink jello. Ugh. It's, it's like real placenta gross. Placenta. It's something. real gross. I don't know. You looking. tell me. That's like placenta, right? <laughs> I didn't see it. I don't want to no, see it. It looked way more, more like blood. The placenta did. Oh, oh thanks, darker. Man. <laughs> I don't know. Janine was asking a question. <laughs> a simple yes or no. <laughs> yeah, you could have said nope. That's not what it looked like, and left it at that. I don't know. I thought yeah. this is a, this could be a medical podcast too. Yeah. <laughs> and we get the line then. Elise, do you want to do the line? This house is clean. It's <laughs> a pretty good impression of her. I can't do it. She looks kind of like my grandmother, but my grandmother is the loudest person I know. She talks, your grandma talks like that too, though. Sometimes. Not like, I mean, not the little southern whisper, but she she has like that little voice like that. But she's really loud. Like when I yeah. talk to my grandma, I set the phone on the counter. <laughs> Because like, it's a speaker, folks. She's so loud. Yeah, so she was wrong, though, it turns out. Yeah. The house was not clean. Oops-a-daisy. And they decided to stay an extra If she night. had another line in the movie, that's probably what she would have said. <laughs> yeah, I would, not, I would not have stayed. Well, they're moving in the morning, at least. Right. They're like, and is it the morning? Yeah. The next day? Like, yeah. The very next day? Yeah, because yeah, the, the older daughter comes back. And they get it like a little hotel joke. They're going to stay in a hotel tonight. She's like, oh, that hotel? Oh, I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they have this whole weird thing where they're like, oh, yeah, if you fall asleep at the house, it's fine. I'll, we'll come We'll come back and we'll head out tonight anyway. Which is like a terrible Yeah, plan. I would just, I'd like go hang out at the library. If I, had the I would very- go anywhere. Rather than sleep there with yeah. the, in the home I mean, where my kid disappeared, there's no way. At least, like, at least they're moving. And I they mean, do to their credit, believe the house is clean. Yeah. So you know there is that, but yeah, no, I I don't think. It, Would if, you send your kids to bed in the room where it happened? No. no. You know, no. I would set up a tent in the pool where yeah. all the dead <laughs> the dead bodies are. So the clown, it's like, where's where's the clown? Ooh, and he attacks the kid. And it's an effective scene in the movie, but... So, okay, you know, my soapbox a little bit. People, it's become a thing that people say in lieu of having a personality that they're afraid of clowns. Like, it's, it's like people who are like, oh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I read that Steven Spielberg was afraid of clowns as a kid. Some people are, but then it's like a thing. There's it's a, like, it, oh, I'm eating with a spork. <laughs> I'm so quirky and random. <laughs> yeah, I think the clown thing became a like, it I'm funny like by, a, because I'm afraid of clowns. Yeah, yeah, it became a dumb thing. Like yeah. people who post Chris Pratt 
gif where he's like making that big smiley face like yeah but also a point of contention a lot of people they see those movies as a kid the clowns in peewee are scarier uh, the part agreed. where they cut up yeah. his bike. Yeah, that part's people, really scary. And that's how you know it's a put-on, because that if you saw both movies, that's the one that should make you afraid of clowns, Yeah, I think. Personally, moving right along. Yeah, so the clown goes after Robbie, and the the beast is back. I was just thinking about how that kid's teeth were really Oh bad. my god, those teeth. Okay, so the scene where he's like, Caroline! 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 In front of the TV. Yeah, they like, show I, can barely look. I can barely look. It's the like, silhouette of his teeth. It's like, it hurts. Kid, you need a log to chew on. Yeah. And- <laughs> they were bad. They were so bad. I think your teeth look fine, kid. Don't listen to them. <laughs> no. He's not a kid. He's older than you. Yeah, not then, though. <laughs> He's a grown up and he can handle What if someone brings a recording of this podcast back in time and plays it? <laughs> so Diana tries to save the kids and it's just a comedy of errors. Well, first it turns out the ghost is pretty pervy as he's like assaulting her on the bed and showing doing a little like Yeah, he tries to take her clothes off. Yeah, showing off her little panties. Again, doesn't feel very PG. <laughs> no. No, yeah. I like when she's um, dragged on the ceiling, though. Yeah. Yeah, that cool. was cool. Yeah. In, like, PG-13 movies since, like, the 80s have gotten steadily, like, more violent, like, with, yeah. like, the Lord of the Rings movies and stuff. But, like, PG movies, uh, you wouldn't put that... It, it wouldn't be in a PG movie now. The panty flash? Yeah. There's two panty flashes in this movie, which makes me think that someone working on this movie was a little bit of a perv. Well, obviously. My money's on Toby Hooper, given that oh, uh, Space yeah. Vampires movie. The daughter right. gets a panty flash, yeah. too. Yeah. hmm We're thinking, I mean, there that would seemed be unnecessary, no, this movie right? would end for me, because if that happened to me in front of my parents, I would just kill myself. <laughs> there would be no more poltergeist for me. This seems like a pretty, uh, it just a pretty open a household. <laughs> um, this, is a, this is a household that's a result of a teen pregnancy, Janine. <laughs> So and they're pretty freewheeling around there. And mom ends up in the pool with a bunch of corpses. Yeah, she's like, she gets like thrown down the stairs and then she like runs out to try and get help. And um, yeah, there's there's a lot of real gross looking corpses. All the well, bodies it's really horrifying to think about like getting the water in your mouth. And, like, oh. you know. and it's yep. probably people's bodies in well, your and, mouth. Well, it uh, was. according to Craig T. Nelson, yeah, he said he's like, it fucking stinks over there. And like, well, they're real skeletons. Yeah, they used real skeletons. They really? used to, yeah, they used to always use real skeletons in movies. I yeah, guess. as wow. they talk in, um, they talk about it a little bit in Return of the Living Dead, actually. Yeah, the um, that I they, don't know too much about it, but I, I mean, that's what I used understand. to be able to get skeletons relatively, and it was cheaply like cheaper than a India model skeleton. Like medical skeletons, or yeah, like medical skeletons like, and yeah. stuff, and they would use them in movies. Um, and no one knows like where. All those skeletons, the skeletons would come from, especially from. the 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 in Return of the Living Dead. They talk about it. He's the guy's like, well, the, all these skeletons have perfect teeth. How many people you know have perfect teeth? And his theory was that there was a skeleton farm in India <laughs> where they raise people for their skeletons <laughs> for stranger ideas. You know, <laughs> welcome to Skeleton Farm. <laughs> Wow, imagine what kind of scarecrow you have at the skeleton farm. 
Yeah, those are some of our free-range skeletons. <laughs> Grass-fed. <laughs> Grass-fed. Huh? These skeletons, there they are, sucking at the teat. <laughs> they grow big and strong. Bunch of children chained up at the veal. <laughs> yeah, so anyway... <laughs> She gets back at the, the the shitty neighbor like helps her out of the pool and she's like you have to help me in the house the kids are screaming he's like eh. pass he's like I, I've done my heroic deed for yeah. the, my life <laughs> she's pulling him out of a mud pit with corpses but yeah I'm not going it's in funny there. to see like the neighbors like looking down at all these skeletons popping up in the water <laughs> can you imagine like. You're just like, oh, our neighbor's like freaking out, and there's just a million corpses on their property. There's a giant mouth in the uh, room now, like in the wall. Yeah. It's, and it's gross sucking looking. them in, yeah. trying to. And they get out of the, the uh, room, and then the corpses just start pop, pop, popping up. Yeah, they're like caskets are coming up out of the ground and stuff. And I really love this. That That's the buoyancy of skeleton yeah. skeletons. <laughs> That's what you get when you spend the money in, on an organic skeleton. <laughs> I really like this moment where the boss is dropping Steven off, and he starts screaming at him, you, move, you only moved the headstones, and you kept the bodies. And then he goes, instead of his family, who's screaming for help, he he needs to, like, spaz on this boss. He needs to, like, take out his rage. And he has a full... Nancy Kerrigan, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> it's so insane. It's so over the top and great. And then the house implodes, which I thought looked pretty oh, impressive. Yeah. And before that happens, though, I'd like to discuss Stephen's key dance, trying to get the keys out. <laughs> he's like, he's like jiggling his hips, trying to find the keys in his jean pocket. <laughs> and when Dana comes back, she has a hickey. That's a good, nice touch. And. She's like, what's happening? And Robbie just says, Daddy, just drive away. Just drive. Because Dana's not getting in the car fast enough. <laughs> yes. He's like, leave her behind. Fuck you, Dana. <laughs> you bitch. Slut. <laughs> we were all thinking it, Jenny. Thank you. Yeah, that's when the house implodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it looks pretty impressive. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, um, I, I wish that the zap that happened to the boss had killed him, but I like to think it gave him cancer, at least. <laughs> Maybe it gave him butthole cancer. <laughs> the worst kind. <laughs> or the, the testicle kind. Yeah. And then he's walking around, there's like, oh, hello. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah, the family goes to the Holiday Inn and, and uh, sends the TV out of the room. Yeah, that's the poltergeist, everybody. So the two girls from this movie, uh, um, don't want to dwell on it too much, but um, the older sister uh, was played by Dominique Dunn, and she got into an abusive relationship around the time she was making this movie and got strangled to death. (gasps) Yeah. Really? See, I didn't have time to uh, do any research on this. Yeah, there's like this... I'll I'll have lots of gasps. Yeah, there's a lot of... um, and then Heather, talk of a talk of a poltergeist ho- uh, curse because like people from the sequels died too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look at that that much. I know. Yeah. Well, and Heather O'Rourke, Beto O'Rourke's uh, sister, not really. Oh, uh, I say, wow. No, um, she Carol actually Ann. she played Carol Ann, and she died in 1988 under somewhat mysterious circumstances. It's unclear yeah. whether she was abused or she just had a disease or what. Yeah. 
but uh, it's very disturbing. She became Tina Yathers. Who's Tina Yathers? She's the sister, the blonde from Family Ties. Duh. What would we do, baby, without us? Sha la la la. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why do you just know no, her name? No, you're Tina Yathers. <laughs> Yeah, it's it definitely is like a little more disturbing watching this movie knowing that both the girls are dead. Yeah, because it's like, oh, they got out. It's like, yeah, those those two actors actually are dead. Like the poltergeist got them. <laughs> now, um, at the time the movie came out, there was it came out like we were saying earlier a week apart from E.T. And it was only because of contractual obligations to E.T. that Steven Spielberg didn't direct this himself. So he wrote and produced it. He brought Toby Hooper in to be the director based on the strength of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, um, in Steven Spielberg said something in an interview afterwards that was like, he's like, yeah, he tells you know Toby what to do, and he you know does a great job with it. And people interpreted it to be like, he's not really you know. No, he trash talked him a little more than that. No, it was it was like it, it was a bit ambiguous, and then like a week later. He like made this big public apology. Yeah, and then some people in the cast were most people in the cast said Toby Hooper directed the movie, and they don't know what the big deal is. But like one person, the the clairvoyant, the lady from the end, Tianjin. Yeah, she like she was like saying like he can't direct traffic and stuff. Yeah, she like kind of trashed Toby Hooper. But yeah. I mean, I was reading a lot about this last night, and based on what I could tell, the biggest thing is that. Um, it was Toby Hooper's first studio movie. Yeah. Steven Spielberg was then, as is now, the biggest director in the world. Yeah. And so I think he just wasn't that assertive. I like, think that's probably what happened, is that Steven Spielberg would be like, well, let's do it this way. And he'd be like, okay. Yeah. And like, he, It definitely has like a lot of Steven Spielberg touches in the directing as well, but there's definitely a lot of Toby Hooper in the movie. Right. You know? And they... Uh, Hooper also insisted originally it was going to be a semi sequel to uh, Close Encounters. Yeah, and he's like, let's cut the aliens out of it. Like it was going to be there kind gonna of be a, aliens in the movie. It was originally going to be like a dark sequel. Like, oh, kind of. But he's like, no, let's get away from the sci fi stuff. Yeah. But then Toby Hooper would return to sci fi with the excellent Life Force yeah. about space vampires. You think that movie's excellent? That movie is something, dude. It's <laughs> so strange. It's an insane movie. It's fucking insane. It's so long, too. It's such a long movie about space vampires. Well, you've got to explain about space vampires. (laughs) And And the the main space vampire is a really hot naked chick. Yeah, she just walks around, like, full frontal naked, like, the whole fucking movie. And then she sucks people's life force out of them, and they die. Uh, The influence of this movie, um, there were two sequels and a remake. The, uh, this movie was parodied on both American Dad and Family Guy. Seth MacFarlane is really <laughs> going to that well. <laughs> I think it's overall pretty influential. Oh yeah, no. Um, I've. I mean, straight- I was thinking a lot though about how like people talk about this now, like things that are like so derivative of stuff that came from like maybe this time period, like Stranger Things and stuff, and it's like. God, sometimes I just want to see a horror movie, and there does there is some of this, especially like you know, thank God for Jordan Peele, but like a movie that'll be like really of the time now. You know what I mean? Like I I like I have to give props to directors who are like doing their own thing that are really gonna like define this moment because yeah. you know we don't see enough of that, and I think that that this movie is 
definitely accomplishing that, you know, but things yeah. weren't derivative in this. I mean, yeah. they were definitely influenced at the time, too. But. Well, this thing is definitely a big influence on Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah you know, sure. yeah. I mean, you know, kid missing and communicates yeah. through the electronics and stuff. Yeah. It said, you know, some of the special effects kind of similar to Evil Dead 2 and Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know, like the ghosts look similar to the ones in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, Homer 3D. Homer, where are you? Uh, I'm somewhere where I don't know where I am. Do you see towels? If you see towels, you're probably in the linen closet again. Because, like, they go in Homer 3D, they go in with the rope, or Bart does. Yeah, that's Homer. right. And Homer talks like Carol Ann when yeah, she's he in the does. TV. Yeah, yeah. It was nominated for uh, score, visual effects, and sound editing at the Oscars. And we watched the original 1997 DVD. Oh. I was reading a bit about the DVD releases. It's on Netflix, too. I didn't know you put the DVD on. I did. The original one. Vintage. Mm, Wow. So, are we ready to get in the segments? Segments. 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 Did anyone do that? No. No, just just me. Just me. He's lording it over all Segment. of us. <laughs> okay, okay, move on. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hit the button. Hit the button. You didn't hit the button. Hottest titties. <laughs> Can you hit the button now, please? No, don't hit the button. <laughs> um, fine, you have to do a Carol Ann impression then. I'm Carolyn. <laughs> Terrible Carolyn. Uh, the, uh, the mob, definitely. Okay, can you turn it off? Then? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Tangine because I like uh, shimmering floral pattern boobs. That's <laughs> uh, what I like. I would have to uh, echo the Tangine. Yeah, I mean, they were <laughs> voluminous. Yeah, gotta, gotta is, give it up. You girl, know, the girl important. She had some TNA, you know. Yeah, yeah, she did have yeah. some. She had a big. Butt. She could back that ass yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why you like spending time with my grandmother. <laughs> uh, best hair. I, I said Craig T. Nelson's chest hair. We really don't see someone answer. just rocking the chest hair yeah. these days, and I have a lot of chest hair. So I'm like, yeah, dude, you go for it. You be you. Representation matters. <laughs> oh God. I'm gonna give it to. I didn't write one down. Here, you go ahead. I don't. I don't have anything yet. Well, oh. I'm gonna have to give it to Carol Ann for oh, her yeah. Tina Yathers like yeah. hairstyle. <laughs> Yathers. I think I'll give it to Dana for her insane '80s side braid that she had at one point. She had a lot of crazy, um, like pigtails and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'll give it to Dana. Best outfit. I have a couple. I liked uh, Craig T. Nelson with this uh, rocking the deep V with that uh, hairy chest. It's like a tan deep V Oh, you were really entranced by it. And uh, also when the mom has the football jersey with no pants on, I'm like, yeah, that's a good look. Yeah, I knew that was going to be on your list. What? I'm not that predictable. Yeah, you are. Um, Okay, Janine, you want to go ahead? I have a couple. Well, I mean... Honestly, I would have said, yeah, the football jersey and the underwear for me, too. It looked comfortable, it easy, did. breezy. I would wear it. I would wear that look. I like numbers on things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the mom's, Diane's, 
red t-shirt and super short shorts and like little gym shoes. I like I, I appreciated that household outfit. And I liked Craig T. Nelson's flaming outlook, which was like like a button up shirt with like pit stains <laughs> when he was like meeting with his boss. Oh and, yeah, uh, and uh, chewing on that flower. Yeah, really. Craig T. Nelson's are oft to do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tangine just uh, got to bring it back to her. She had there was like a bow on the back of her dress, on like the butt. <laughs> floral print she was She's ready about for church four feet tall yeah. i loved it there were no deaths in the movie except for tweety oh yeah, yeah so i, I guess it's a tweet like, let's pour a little out for tweety r.i.p for a real one yeah um and uh scariest scene i mean anything where it would, caroline was like missing for me like when, when she goes gets stuck in the wall because that you know be terrifying for me if something like that yeah. were to happen to our daughter. Rory's too smart too. To she wouldn't just be like, "Oh, ghost people are talking to me." Cool. She'd tell you guys. And she'd honestly, climb up on the counter precariously. <laughs> honestly, the clown scene I think is very well done because of how basic he. I'm just kidding. It's good. He wakes up and sees it's not on the chair. And like looking under the bed, and then it's like over his shoulder. That's it's a pretty good jump scare. It's pretty creepy looking, and it's an earned jump scare. Yeah, you know, it's it is. Set up well, it's the, so, it's yeah. I think the only jump scare in the movie. Yeah. So, well, no, there's a couple like when the the skull pops out and stuff like that. But it's it's definitely the the strongest jump scare. It's one that you really don't see coming. So it's like really well done. I think so. Do you have a scariest scene? You know, I'd have to say, I mean, now I've seen this somewhat recently and then again, so I wasn't as surprised by it, but definitely I do recall the first time watching it being surprised by the movement of the chairs. Yeah. Because it was just so simple. Yeah. Yeah, and it's creepy. But it was very creepy. It's very creepy. And then the corpses bobbing up. That was scary. That was very scary. Yeah. Yeah, especially the idea of like being in water with corpses. Yeah, is yeah. very gross to me. Non-GMO corpses, <laughs> <laughs> not our hundred percent grass-fed organic corpses. Mm-hmm. Honest stands skeleton farm. Skeleton farm. <laughs> stands skeleton farm. Uh, would you survive? Yeah, I mean everyone did. So. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I think that's an easy yes. If Caroline could survive. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, we, she didn't, but we we never. Oh, well, well, <laughs> well, I don't. Hold on, I never see the fat dude with the uh, the beers again. Maybe he died. Yeah. He, oh yeah. And then, he probably just died of a heart attack. So. <laughs> and then and then His I have lifestyle to be like, of cirrhosis it just wasn't liver. sustainable. <laughs> so I, I I would die also because <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're a fat drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who rides his bike around <laughs> drunk with a with a. With a case of beer, you couldn't possibly expect <laughs> to not yeah. drop. Yeah, and I'm the—I look like the kind of guy that children torture too. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I would die of a bike accident slash heart attack. I mean, he's got to be an alcoholic if children are targeting him. <laughs> he's he's got to be really All low right. on the totem pole. So I, I'm dead. Machete rating. Um, I give this a solid four. I actually really like this movie. I really enjoy this movie. Remind me the number of machetes again. Five. 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 I'd say three and a half. 
Yeah, I got to go with three and a half, yeah. too. It was, it was solid. I find it very, I think, I, I don't know. I, we all think it's better than Friday the 13th Part 4. Yes. Haven't seen that. Yeah. See, that's, it's quite only... the measuring stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People a lot of times will be on and be like, ooh, ooh, oh, shoot, I haven't seen that. It's like, it's really okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to. I, I would watch like that, too, first? Yeah. I would like to see them all. Just yeah. Because I would like to. I, they're all worth watching. Yeah, but, they're awesome. Yeah. So I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, anything to plug, Janine? I mean, Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> um, I'm in this new TV show called Coach. <laughs> <laughs> that show's not new. <laughs> but if this podcast goes back in time. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. that's good. They'll be like, oh, in like 10 years, he's going to be. <laughs> All right, everybody, keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Thank you.